1: One triple eight three seven nine two five five two again. That's toll free. One triple eight three seven nine two five five two. And we have a lot of new stations coming on. We have a lot of uh, new people. I mean, I'm doing these zooms all over the place. There's so many new people coming in. that have never heard of us. And so I need to take just a little bit of time here and tell our background why Youngevity is so different than any other nutrition company. Okay. Well, that goes back. Let's just start out. Uh, I graduated high school in 1958. I already knew that nutrition was an important thing because I would healed myself some terrible things. Uh, that's another story. Um, by taking vitamins and minerals, you know, by the time I graduated high school, I already knew how important supplementation was. 1958, went to uh, agricultural school at the University of Missouri in Columbia, Missouri, and uh, my major was in animal husbandry and nutrition. My minor was in field crops and soils. And then um, kind of halfway through, uh, I, I was wrestling for the University of Missouri also. And, of course, they had all the athletes isolated in special barracks and so forth. And my roommate, um, Richard, uh, he was going to go and, and test to see if he could get into veterinary school. He invited me to come along with him. I said, well, I didn't come here for that. I said, come on. So I went with him and, sure enough, got into veterinary school too. So I started in veterinary school in uh, 1960, okay, and two years into ag school, and I couldn't afford everything anymore, you know, my tuition and everything and room and board and so forth, and so I began to work at the pathology department, helping with autopsies and so forth, and Christmas in 1962, everybody was um, off on holidays. I was a new guy on the block, so I was there uh, doing all the autopsies of my own and so forth. Ran into the first mass die off in America from pollution, got it published, got it figured out, and got it published in two scientific journals. Nobody... Uh, was going to be a co-author with me because all even all the professors were gone. They said, no, this is yours, Wallach. So that was my first paper. I was uh, 22 years old. It was like crazy. Okay, I gave copies to senators and governors and um, congressmen and judges and also Marlon Perkins from the old Mutual Omaha Kingdom show because he and I had worked together. I had worked for him, so to speak, in the zoo when I was a kid. And so I gave him a copy and um, graduated um, two years into my um, Let's see, two years into my um, um, uh, degree, okay, in veterinary medicine, okay, in, in 1964, and two, I was two years into my degree in pathology, went to Iowa State University to finish my pathology degree, and one year into it, uh, Perkins sends me a letter, said, look, using your paper on the mass Town pollution, I got a $25 million grant from the National Institutes of Health to study pollution, okay, and I want you to be involved but before we get started there, it's going to be six months or a year before, you know, I get actually get the money. And so uh, I need to go to uh, Africa and work on the White Rhino Conservation Project. I can't refuse Perkins. so I went to Africa, and I'm prepared to stay in Africa forever. After two years, I caught 200 white rhinos, shipped them back to the States. So if you see a white rhino in a wild animal park or a zoo, it's either one that I caught or off-strings one that I caught. Well, two years into the African uh, Perkins sends me letters, another letter. Says, "Okay, I got the twenty-five million dollars. I need you to come back. We're going to be at Washington University in St. Louis. You can finish up your pathology degree, but, but we have to study pollution. Can't refuse Perkins." So he came back, and again to make a long story short, uh, finished up uh, by uh, nineteen seventy-seven. Came back uh, from Africa in April of sixty-seven. So ten-year project did twenty thousand autopsies. Some seventeen. 17- thousands of change of over 454 species of zoo animals in the big zoos around the United States, and um, 3,000 people who lived in close proximity to the zoos. And I couldn't find anybody, any humans or any animals that died of pollution. And I didn't find any genetic diseases in all these zoo animals and didn't find any genetic disease in all these human problems. And so my thesis is in the Smithsonian Institute as a national treasure because I found that there were no genetically transmitted diseases, no genetically transmitted birth defects. And along with Bruce Lipton, a guy who studies identical twins that are separated at birth, okay, and follows up on them, Uh, he and I are considered the two fathers of the science of epigenetics, where it's environment and nutrition as opposed to genes that control your life, which is quite true, okay? Well, uh, to make a long story short, 1977 I was working um, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia for the um, medical school, pathology lab at Emory University, okay? Okay um great memorial hospital i was also working for nasa at their um P- uh, the yorkies primate center as a pathologist and found the first non-human case of human uh, of uh, non-human case of cystic supposed to be the genetic uh, disease of humans and of course it wasn't and they fired me when i told them it wasn't and i said i saved frozen tissues and blood and everything so you can check it out yourself nope you're fired and to make a long story short went back to school became an physician, 1982 and began to use all these things that I knew about reversing and saving people from all these diseases. Okay, so That's how all this got started. Well, um, along the way, I also learned uh, that the CO2 going up in the air has nothing to do with fossil fuels. That was also a false theory. Okay, The CO2 going up in the air is because we've shut off the food supply to the algae in the oceans that actually eat carbon dioxide and uh, feed the volcanic polyps that make the volcanoes grow. So, when you cut off the food supply to these algae, they're not very healthy, and so the polyps can't grow and make um, um, the reefs. And that's why all the reefs are dying. That's why the ocean's dying. That's why the um, carbon dioxide is going up, because we have one million, one million dams around the world damming up the river to make um, electricity. It's the electricity that's causing the problem, not fossil fuels. We have two million dams damming up rivers for water preservation and for. Um, Irrigation. We'll talk more about this when we come back after these
2: messages. You're listening to Dead Doctors. Don't lie on the ZBS radio network with your host, Dr. Joel Wallach. If you'd like to talk to Dr. Wallach, call us toll-free, 888-379-2552, on the priority line, and that's 831-685-1080. which contains essential oils traditionally known to help with pain, swelling, and inflammation. To learn more about aromatherapy and essential oils, contact your local Younggevity associate today. And don't forget to ask about business opportunities.
3: Hello, Judy Devilbis here. If I could only afford to get one product out of everything, that product would be the ultimate classic. It has the vitamins, the minerals, the bioflavonoids, it even has grapeseed extract.
4: We're
5: back
1: with Dead Doctors Don't Line on EBS radio network. Dr. Joel Wallach here for Longevity, 95 Crusade. We do have lines open. Give us a call, toll-free, 379 2552 Again, that's toll-free, 1-888-379-2552. And, uh, again, to go back to the story, um, it turns out that um, we've pretty much killed the ocean, we've killed the reefs by cutting off the food supply to their food. Okay? the algae in the um, water of of the uh, oceans and seas and gulfs and so forth uh, were fertilized by volcanic eruptions, okay, the volcanic ash or minerals. Well, when we dammed up the rivers, okay, to make electricity, okay, well, guess what? We shut off that flow of those volcanic minerals out into the ocean. So while the algae is still alive, it's kind of like a person, you know, who's 70 years old and got 18 pre-existing conditions because he got all these nutritional deficiencies. He's still alive, but he wishes he wasn't alive because he has all these problems. The same thing is true in the algae. The algae requires 17 different minerals for all these biological systems to consume the carbon dioxide, cut off the oxygen piece, throw that out in the atmosphere, turn the, the carbon uh, molecules into fiber, carbohydrates, amino acids. Okay, get in the picture here. And then... Uh, When the the, um, um, polyps that make the reefs eat those algaes that have all that carbon stuff in them uh, and all the minerals, those 17 minerals, they make a healthy reef. Now, think about it. All of the reefs occur on volcanic island chains. Hello. Okay. Even the Great Barrier Reef, there is a line of volcanic mountains And the rivers that come from them feed the western side of the Great Barrier Reef. So it's volcanic ash that is the food of the reefs. Well, you dam up the rivers, you cut off the food supply to the algae that they eat, they die. People say, well, it has to be fossil fuels. Well, when a reef dies, it turns into limestone. Okay, let's go back a million years ago before there were cars, and reefs died and turned into limestone deposits. Well, How'd that happen? Well, it turns out there was like 6,000 years between volcanic eruptions in those times. No food. The reefs died. The oceans died. People know that. The oceans died. Animals went extinct. The dinosaurs went extinct. All that kind of stuff because we cut off the food supply to the oceans uh, and the reefs. Oh, my gosh. So contact your Young Divya associate today. I've got the solution. We're circulating a paper around now to scientific journals. I will let you. I'm so excited! I'll let you know as soon as one of these scientific journals accepts this, because this is going to save the earth. Join Youngevity, and you'll be glad you did, because you will be part of saving the earth with the real, with the real truth. We're starving the oceans. We're starving the reefs. It's not from fossil fuels that the carbon dioxide is going up. Okay, Doug, what pearls of wisdom do you have for us today? Well,
2: I've got a story here, headlined: uh, a Red Sage Herb Found to Have Anti-Cancer and Liver Protective uh, Properties. Hepatocellular carcinoma, the most common type of liver cancer, uh, affects people with chronic liver disease. It's uh, considered a major health problem worldwide. And they say only the drug uh, sorafenib had been used to treat the advanced primary liver cancer, but it had severe side effects, so it limits its clinical use. And now a study from researchers in China and the U.S. investigated the mechanisms underlying the effects of red sage on HCC also known as DASHIN, and it was widely used in uh, Chinese medicine. This was all published in the journal Chinese Medicine, and uh, they say the root of the red sage, it can inhibit the development of tumors. Its anti-cancer effects, especially on HCC, are yet to be fully elucidated. They do go on to say that... um, They looked at the expression of relevant proteins that found that the uh, red sage increased the expression of Bax, B-A-X, which plays a role in apoptosis. So there you go.
1: Okay, well, the first question I would ask, thank you, though, Doug, is where I'm assuming that all that red sage came from someplace in China or one of their territories. And I want to know where they came from because I want to know the analysis of that sage. What minerals does it have in it? Because... Um, you know, there's a, a quartet of books out there Written by me, okay uh, Let's Play Doctor, Let's Play Herbal Doctor Passport Dromatherapy, and it's all in your head And the book, Let's Play Herbal Doctor And Passport Dromatherapy Go into these types of things But these these herbs have to be grown In certain places because they get certain minerals If they're grown in your Flower pot in your home, it's not going to have the same, same Function that it does Growing wild in those places So thank you for that, and I'll trace that one down
6: Then it's freeze-dried to ensure each scoop has the same nutrients as the last scoop. So if you want to get your hands on a quality nutritional supplement designed to give the body the raw materials it needs to rebuild, Longevity's Beyond Tangy Tangerine is available in one-pound canisters and also in 30-count on-the-go stick packs. Contact your local Longevity associate and get this great multivitamin and mineral product. And don't forget to ask about the home-based
1: We're back with Dead Doctors Don't Lie on the ZBS Radio Network. Dr. Joel Wallach here for Longevity, 95 Crusade. We do have lines open. Give us a call, toll-free, Again, that's toll-free, 888 379 And um, because of that little piece that Doug did on uh, on the herb, okay, for treating liver cancer in China, um, that's the way he came out with the, the Quartet of books it used to be the trilogy books, it's the quartet of books. Let's Play Doctor, Let's Play Herbal Doctor, Passport Chromotherapy, and it's all in your head. And all four of those books who talk about uh, many, many things, including the basic 90 essential nutrients that the, uh, your tissues need to maintain repair themselves and be cofactors for their function. But also, um, it's one of those things where the um, – especially the herbs and the essential oils, okay – have healing properties. Have healing properties. This goes back thousands of years ago. People knew about this, right? Uh, they, they didn't have uh, chemical pharmaceuticals. They were using herbs. That, and um, uh, one of the interesting ones, of course, let's go back to quinine here, which came from a tree bark in Peru. And they named it after a Spanish um, um, lady who was part of the royalty in Spain. Okay, and she came from a place, um, let's see here, in Spain, and um, they named the tree uh, in Peru that, that the bark gives the Chinchona tree that comes from Chinchona, Spain, and the bark um, uh, has quinine in it, and you could you, they didn't know that. They just knew if you took the bark, you'd get rid of the fever. Now, for 10,000 years, everybody in the world knew that the fever was caused by evil spirits. Every healer in the world knew it was in writing. It was in lectures. People would share the information on ships and riding horses and wagons here and there across all the various continents. And everybody knew that the fever was due to evil spirits. For 10,000 years, they knew that until an 18-year-old medical student from England who was studying in, in uh, India in
4: 1895
1: and 1897 discovered, make a long story short, discovered the parasite um, um, in the red blood cells of people who had the fever because they had just come out with a microscope, but you could see that. And he traced it to eight, eight mosquitoes that he caught and looked, smashed them and looked at them under the microscope. And sure enough, he found the red blood cells from the people um, in the stomachs and the salivary glands of those um, uh, mosquitoes. He wrote it up in a little British uh, medical newsletter because, you know, at that time, India was part of the uh, uh, great uh, commonwealth of England. And um, um, so they knew now that this was caused by, and they knew that this chinchona bark from Peru would kill the fever. Now, basically it had quinine in it and it would kill the parasite, but only rich people and powerful people could afford it. So there's still millions of people dying every year from it until 1939. Oh, by the way, there's Ronald Ross, Ross's first guy uh, to discover that, uh, that uh, the fever is caused by a parasite got the first Nobel Prize. The second guy to get a Nobel Prize was uh, Paul Mueller, okay, a Swiss medical student, and he was interested in chemistry Uh, as well as medicine, and so he invented DDT. DDT was invented because he read that paper by Ronald Ross, and he paid ship's captains, go around the swamps and and spray the the swamps and kill the mosquitoes, and in six months' time, the fever ended. Okay, the fever was ended not by directly treating people with um, quinine to kill the fever, right? They interrupted the the, uh, life cycle Of the parasite by killing the mosquito Wow back after these messages
2: you're listening to dead doctors don't lie on the ZBS radio network with your host dr. Joel Wallach if you'd like to talk to dr. Wallach call us on the toll-free line 888-379-2552 on the priority line 831-685-1080 send an email to ask doc at deaddoctorsradio.com.
1: Back with Dead Doctors Don't Line is EBS Radio Network. Dr. Joel Wallach here for Young 958. 95 We do have lines open. Give us a call toll free 1 888 379 2552. Again, that's toll free 1 888 379 2552. And Shar, are you
8: there? I'm here. I'm here.
1: Okay. Now, Shar and I have been working together for 30 years. I mean, Shar has seen more than any medical doctor, I'm sure. Uh, She works in all 50 states. She works in many, many countries. What is your? Give us five minutes of your favorite story where somebody was supposed to have some terrible genetic disease or terminal event, and they survived and lived and have a great life. Tell me your favorite story.
8: Well, my favorite one has got to be Bob up in Michigan, who ended up uh, borrowing his neighbor's bulldozer after the uh, straight winds went through here, and I think... I don't know, in the late 90s, and he ended up getting flung, it's a long story, but he got flung through the air from a tree that uprooted itself, and landed on his back on a um, stump that a beaver was coven- cutting up, and he it went right through his chest, he was unconscious for three hours, uh, took his left hand when he woke up, cut the stick off, but he had to go drive over an hour to the hospital in Grand Rapids to get the stick taken out of him you know out of his mm-hmm. chest, and uh anyway, he was in a body cast for a year, lost four of his five lumbar uh, what do you call 'em vertebrae, and uh-huh. uh anyway, when we met him, my sister and I he was very ornery, and he said later he said us two girls should have slapped him and walked out, but we sat and took it. And he said he took our products to prove to his wife that nothing would work. And actually, when he was laid up in a body cast, he read your book, Let's Play Doctor. And he went to the health food store and had a whole waste basket full of stuff that he bought at the health food store based on your book, trying to get better. Yeah. And it didn't work. So he was very negative, very. And he said the only reason I took the stuff and bought it and took it was to show his wife that she was, you know, it wasn't going to work, and he had to prove it to her. Well, it worked, and and his um, he had had a heart attack, and he went to the um, um, he went to the um, uh, what do you call emergency and stuff, and they did what do they call them angiograms, and his Mm -hmm. heart was his main descending artery was ninety percent blocked, and then seventy, and then eighty, and so after uh, seven months of being on our products, he went and had another angiogram done, and he was completely. Opened up, and you remember when he said to you how rude the people at the hospital were to him because they said, "You can't, we can't operate on you because there's nothing wrong with you, and the insurance won't pay for it." Remember? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Basically, rushed him right out of there. They didn't want to see him again, and so. And they
1: didn't want him to be heard by the other (laughs) the other patients too. Yeah. And, you know, we get people who are in comas for eight years with diagnoses of Alzheimer's disease in nursing homes, uh, being fed insured through their G-tube. We give them our program, and in three days' time, they get up and go back to work at the bank. They thought they were only asleep one night. They didn't realize they were in a coma for eight years. I mean, these are the sort of things we do. People with diabetes. Have you ever seen anybody with diabetes get better, Charmaine?
8: Well, everybody gets better if they adhere to the program and avoid the bad stuff.
1: But but diabetes is supposed to be a genetic disease. How can that be?
8: That's not true. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay, well, thank you for sharing. Okay, let's see here. How much time we got here before the break?
2: Let's get one started. Let's head to Kansas. Okay. And, Roger, you're on with Dr. Wallach.
1: Okay, Roger, you're on the air. Hi,
4: doctor. I'm 72 years old,
1: 150 okay.
4: pounds, 5'11", and I take okay. the Healthy Body Start Pack prostate okay. fx gluco gels and i used a signed support
1: my problem is i, I still getting sore toes and fingers and sometimes my hands goes to sleep when i'm uh, okay now have we got to run to a break okay we got to go to a break hang on here roger we'll be back with you after these messages
2: you're listening to dead doctors don't lie on the zbs radio network with your host dr joel wallach
1: Back with Dead Doctors Don't Lie on the ZDS Radio Network. Dr. Joel Wallach here for Young 95 Crusade. We do have lines open. Give us a call toll free, 1 888 379 2552. Again, that's toll free, 1 Okay, Charmaine, you there? I'm here. Okay, here's Roger. He's 72 years old. Okay, and um, he's got a prostate issue, obviously. He's taken some of our products, but also he's got sore toes and fingers. Okay, and so what do you think is going on with him?
8: I think he's got uh, some kind of blockage, you know, blood flow not working right.
1: Okay, well, that's possible, yep. And also, I think he's 72 years old. I think he's probably also got osteoporosis of the skull, and he, if he's got pain and numbness in his toes and pain and numbness in his fingers, and he's got osteoporosis of the skull, okay, maybe degenerative disc disease, and so... Um, what would you give him at 150 pounds to deal with osteoporosis in the skull and degenerative disc disease?
8: I give him uh, I, I give him one healthy uh, bone and joint pack and one healthy brain and heart pack. That way he's getting mm-hmm. everything. out. add to it the Ultimate Daily Classic, vitamin D3 for absorption, and probably some MSM would help too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that should, that should S- probably. Pretty much take care of all his
1: Yeah, things. yeah, because yeah, because his issues are are dealing with osteoporosis of the skull, degenerative disc disease, and the prostate issue. What, what would you give him again for the prostate issue?
8: For that issue, I give him the Prostifex. Yeah, Prostifex. Explanatory.
1: Yeah, <laughs> three of those twice day in his body weight. And what would you give him to increase his production of testosterone?
8: Testosterone. You get an
1: A-plus girl. Wow. Okay. Very good. Well done. And so, yeah, this is very, very common. And, of course, you know, he would go to a podiatrist, and they'd give him all kinds of things for his shoes and and so forth, and maybe even do surgery on his toes and so forth. No, no, but no, no. No, no. This is a much wider problem, but it's a bigger problem. Yeah. And um, I would bet, I would venture to say Roger also has ringing in the ears, you know, vertigo. Uh, and yeah, and t- tinnitus. He might he might also have hiccups. He might also have tachycardia, fast heart rate. So um, when we get to talk to him later today, we'll we'll ask him about those things. He had to run for a business appointment. Okay, so we'll we'll finish up with him. But yeah, I I just get the sense that that he's got all these um, deficiencies when it comes to the bones. And doctors never tell people you can get osteoporosis of the skull which creates 25 different diseases, and they're going to send you to about 12 different of their classmates. You know, we're talking about, again, podiatrists. Um, they're going to be um, a rheumatologist. They'll send them to a neurologist, a dentist, because they have um, bone loss in the face and the jaw, receding gums and all that kind of stuff. So you got to look at the bigger pictures. So you get an A-plus here. Okay, let's see here. Doug, we have time to start another one?
2: Yeah, let's head to St. Louis, Missouri, and Michael, you're on with Dr. Wallach.
1: Hello, Michael, you're on the hey, air. Yes, hey, Dr. How Wallach,
4: you? how you doing? Okay, hey, sir. I just want to also let you know your product's been doing really well for my blood pressure, and uh, I was taking those Ultimate Daily Classics. So okay. Now I went to the uh, chiropractor today, and they said I had, uh My disc was bulging, well, not bulging, but degenerating. So I got a little, little loop in 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 my uh, uh, my disc. Okay. So how much do you weigh, Michael? I weigh two seventy-five.
1: Okay. Now, are you on the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack? Are you on the he- Healthy Bone and Joint Pack? Or are you on the Ultimate, um, or the Healthy Start Pack? Or are you taking the ninety I'm, essential nutrients?
4: I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, what I am taking is an, uh, uh ultimate classic mm-hmm. and uh uh ultimate class, uh, ultimate daily classic
3: mm-hmm. and uh
4: the sweeties and mm-hmm. uh the minerals. Okay, so he has sweeties, it means you
1: had diabetes or blood sugar problem. Okay, so Char, yeah. what would you throw at him for his uh, disc degenerative disc uh, disease? Charmaine?
8: Yes. I would add the MSM and the ProJoint and the Glucogel if he doesn't already have Glucogel.
1: Yeah, and some vitamin D3. Okay, throw all those in. And yeah. then what would you do to help him lose mm-hmm. about uh, 50 pounds?
8: Um, the keto diet, of course.
1: Yeah, two of your three meals a day should be a keto caramel diet here, Michael. Uh, either the bar or the shake, shake, not both of them at the same meal. And then your third meal should be vegetables and uh, meat, you know, either fish or chicken or red meat. Um, vegetables, meaning carrots and bell peppers and beets and celery and lettuce and um, squash and that kind of stuff. Stay away from the potatoes and the bread and all the gluten and so forth. And um, uh, these sort of things, the degenerative disc disease, the MSM and, and the glucogel and the vitamin D3, as Char said, those are the raw materials for your body to maintain, repair, and rebuild the disc and the bones cartilage, ligaments, tendons, connective tissue. When people have a bulging discs, they've got connective tissue problems all over the place, too. But, yeah, you're right. The Healthy, let's see here, the Ultimate Daily Classic Tablets is designed to support healthy blood pressure and also designed to support healthy blood flow through blocked arteries. Call us every t- couple of weeks. You're going to be a great testimony. You're going to help a lot of people. And, of course, I grew up in Missouri, went to the University of Missouri, and so um, we're both Missouri mules. Okay, Doug. Let's go to callers.
2: Let's head to El Paso, Texas, and Maria. You're on with Doctor Wallach. Hello, Maria. You're on the air. How can we help you?
5: Hi, Doctor Wallach. How are you? Okay. What's up? Yes, 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 Doctor Wallach. I'm I'm calling you back. Uh, we last spoke February 19th concerning my dog, uh, Beagle Chihuahua. Um, uh, she, you, you um, prescribed for her. Uh, what you wanted her. Be on and she was uh, art Arthur that she was on before I called you, okay? And uh, so you um, uh, prescribed all, uh, Ultimate Daily Classic to a mm-hmm. day, MSM to a day, Selenium to a day, and she, you said that the EFA was already on the Arthur Dix, mm-hmm. so she was fine with that. And uh, she's been doing fine up until this week. She started growing a pot belly, okay? And um, uh, now she has less of an appetite, her breathing. Okay, let me ask labored. you, are you
1: feeding her dry, yeah. wait a minute, are you feeding your dry food or canned food?
5: Well, uh, she doesn't want that anymore. I've been giving her broth with, with meat, um, just homemade, nothing in it, just the broth, the chicken or the beef. Okay. Okay. Um, okay.
1: Okay. I'm going to stop you there because trying to make a, a dog food, what you want to do is actually get a you know, they have all kinds of canned dog food. Some that are made from chicken, some that are made from beef, some that are made from lamb, and some made from fish and so forth. You might even try mixing some cat food made from fish, you know, but you want the canned stuff, not the dry stuff. Um, and there, to my knowledge, there's no EFAs in, in and dex. I don't think there is. I think it's primarily all minerals and vitamins, amino acids. But at any rate, um, I would... You know, I would give a complete diet to that dog, as opposed to trying to make a soup and all that kind of stuff yourself. You're not going to be happy with the long-term results there. Okay, so I would go. And Char, you you have a dog and a cat. Do they eat each other's food?
8: Uh, actually, I get puppy chow for, and the cat eats the cat and dog both eat puppy chow.
1: Well, there you go. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, Maria, I would go ahead and get some. A mixture of puppy chow and some cat food and kind of mix it together and see if that won't, you know, um, encourage your, your puppy dog to eat a complete meal plus the supplements. And then call us back again. Thank you. All right. So let's see here. We got time to start another one here, Doug. Or do you want me to take it? Well, that answers that question. Well, hang on, folks, and we will be back with more truth, justice, and the young Gibbity Way on Dead Doctors Don't Lie after these messages.
2: Call now to change your life. That's 313-444-3463. Hey! We're
1: back with Dead Doctors Don't Lie the ZBS Radio Network. Dr. Joel Wallach here for Young 9-inch Life Crusade. And Doug, let's go to callers or emails.
2: All right, let's head to Indiana. And Joe, you're on with Dr. Wallach.
4: Hello, Joe, you're on the air. Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, uh, just calling for an update. Let you know how I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got CLL real bad, and I lost my vision. Okay, CLL. And what is yes. CLL? Uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Okay. 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 And and uh, anyway, I lost the sight in my right eye, and my left eye is not doing any better. Uh, mm-hmm. You put me on some occutive uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, well, there's a whole list of things, and mm-hmm. uh, just well, it be you the know. ninety,
1: yeah, yeah, be the ninety essential nutrients, right? It, it, yes, it, of course. You had yeah. a, the healthy, the healthy brain
4: and heart back. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Uh, and so, the, the, what does the
1: doctor say? What's going on?
4: Doctor says there's nothing they can do for me, but I woke up this morning, and I can see and read with my right eye.
1: Well, the vision came back.
4: It came back.
1: Now, how long have you been on the Occutive?
4: Um, you told me to double up on it, and I've been on it for 15 days.
1: Okay, so two weeks, and then you're on yeah. the 90 essential nutrients on top of that, and you avoided the bad foods, correct? Correct. And then how long had you been having serious uh, declining vision problems?
4: Um, it's been It's been kind of funny for a while, but... Uh, it just quit the day after Memorial Day. That Tuesday morning, I woke up blind in my right eye. Okay,
1: so a couple of months Blinded ago, blind a
4: yeah. I mean, really blind. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I can see yeah, light, but everything was a blur. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, and of course, there's many, many reasons why people lose their vision, and it comes back quickly. Um, uh, it could be O.N.A. optic nerve atrophy, where you have osteoporosis of the skull. How old are you, Joe?
4: Yeah. I'm 57.
1: Yeah. So you could have osteoporosis in skull squeezing that optic nerve, and you go blind overnight kind of thing. And then you take the 90th sense of nutrients plus the occutive. Um, you rebuild the skull rebuild the optic nerve with those products, and your vision will come right back. And so that makes I've sense I've been on, to the, 90. Getting... Yeah,
4: I've, I've been on the 90. Yeah, I've been on the 90 for two years. Okay. And, uh, and I take uh, glucogel mm-hmm. and vitamin okay. D3. And, uh, Are you
1: being a good boy? Are you avoiding gluten? Oh, absolutely. Oops. Okay.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, as much yeah, as the, much as I
4: possibly can. It's almost impossible to to, to totally avoid it. Mm-hmm.
5: But it, yeah, everywhere it, you go, much,
4: there's gluten.
1: Well, yeah. So you have to stop going to places where there's gluten. So that's going to tighten down mm-hmm. your your traveling. And of course, very much so. um, Yeah, getting rid of gluten will add twenty five to fifty years to your life. Okay, so it's worth it to really, really, really be obsessive about avoiding gluten. You know, you can't go to places like um, Waffle House and Panca- or Spaghetti Factory and um, Chico's um, Taco Bell kind of stuff and that kind of thing because there's gluten in everything. And so, well, I just sat there. I didn't eat anything. Well, there was just contamination in the air and the chairs and the furniture and the table and, and uh, so forth. And so, you know, it's one of those things where uh, I avoid a lot of places. And I'm 80 years old, and most people think I'm 50 when they look at me because I don't have any wrinkles and any skin problems or anything like that. Um, I haven't shrunk any. Um, And I I did have an injury up in Canada in a construction site, and most people would have died in that fall. It was a big fall, and and, um, doctors wanted to amputate my foot and all that kind of stuff, and I still have my foot. I think a couple of those doctors are dead. That was a year ago,
3: so I think
1: they died of shock. And so, at any rate, um, I want to thank you for sharing your story because I actually won a wager one time where this uh, eye doctor um, uh, and I had a wager. He had uh, 27 people who were legally blind for similar stories here. They were legally blind for 6, 8, 10 years. I said I could reverse them. Make a long story short, I reversed him, and I won the ro- wager. Okay. Um, it, it freaked him out. Okay. But he paid. He paid off. And I apologize in public for calling me a liar. He bought me a very nice bottle of wine. And of course, um, <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for sharing that story, Joe. All right. Thank you, Charmaine. Super job as usual. Thank you so much, Doug. Super job as usual. God bless each and every one of you. God bless our troops. God bless our Navy SEALs. God bless the American flag. God bless our national anthem. And God bless America.